You're now tuning in to True Way Gaming Podcast, hosted by One Way Soldier. We answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. Now available on major platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and others. Helping you game with a better understanding. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or you call me Carl. And here on True Way Gaming, we talk about your gaming-related well, we talk, we answer your game-related questions and talk about your game-related topics. And on this episode of True Way Gaming, it's going to be a topic. Earlier this week, Sony has officially revealed PlayStation VR 2. Earlier, well, I think it was like earlier last year or late last year, they confirmed that, oh yeah, it's a thing. But earlier this week, they actually shown the final product of what the headset looks like. And even gave a full list on the PlayStation blog of features that this new headset will be talking about. Well, features that it will be that it will be capable of. That we're going to be talking about. Please forgive me, guys. I don't know what's going on with me with the tongue twisters this morning, but uh, let's keep it moving, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so that's what I want to talk about today was the PlayStation VR two. I'm very excited. And again, that's what I um, you know, I mentioned a few times. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly which episodes of True Gaming that I explained that, but what I love about Sony's play, I love both. I love I'm an Xbox fan, and uh, you know, obviously, I'm a PlayStation fan. I'm I'm also a fan of Nintendo, you know, Nintendo, you know. So, but what I like about Tony, uh, Sony, <laughs> in particular, oh my goodness, you know, I'm not even sure I should <laughs> cut that out. But anyway, what I love about Sony is um, there's different ways to play. And I truly love that, you know, going, you know, PlayStation 4, you know, I love the fact that, um, you know, we had a touchpad, even though it wasn't really utilized about with uh, a lot of developers. Uh, I think literally the game that used all the features was really uh, Infamous Second Son. But I love the speaker on the controller, you know, I love the touchpad and the, the motion sensor in it. And where Xbox One, they just kept the basic, literally, you know. For some people, that's all right. People, you know, the core gamer, you know, and, you know, that's, hey, if that's you, you know, kudos, you know, that's that's awesome. But I always love the fact that there was more ways to play, including PlayStation VR. And to me, I feel like Sony, they're very ambitious. And I, I know, understand too, like Microsoft, they had to really, you know, especially the old leadership back in 2013, I know they had to take a lot of time to really fix that, fix their leadership, fix their vision. Um, you know, what are they are they're promoting, you know, um, and, and fix their whole gaming catalog, really. Um, so I understand that yeah, it takes some time for that. But with Sony, you know, they have amazing IPs. Microsoft as well, too. Uh, Sony has amazing IPs, but then also they have PlayStation VR. And what was really cool, what, I really, what really drew me to that, it was because uh, when I say that Sony's very ambitious, because really, I love how they're the first to impl- bring VR to the living room space. On a console, I mean. So, obviously, you know, we have HTC 5, you had uh, Oculus uh, Rift, of course, you know, but those required PC setups. What was cool about PlayStation VR is that it's the first VR headset that was compatible with a home console. 
And that's amazing. And that's amazing. And so somebody, you know, especially for the average consumer, they don't have to be like, all right, let's buy a let's buy a good gaming rig, so and, and a good GPU that could handle VR gaming. No, you know, you just buy a PS4, whether it's a slim model or pro. Pro obviously is recommended with the extra horsepower. And then you just buy the PlayStation VR and then you know you follow the step by step instructions. And it was really simple. And again, it's it's the average consumer that doesn't have a whole lot of knowledge could you know, just again, they want to experience VR, just pick up the PlayStation VR headset and just bring it home and then, you know, follow instructions. And I think that's really amazing. And that was really appealing to me because uh, me, I, I do have a PC, but I'm not sure my PC in terms of GPU wise could handle a VR headset, you know. Um, but anyway, I, I played a lot of PlayStation VR. And what I also loved about particularly the PlayStation VR was that, you know, Sony's platform, you get to actually own a lot of your PlayStation VR games. So, you know, if you were just, you know, Oculus Rift or HTC Vive, where on PC you're buying the games digitally or you're buying it on through Steam, you know, you're not really owning your games. <clears throat> you know what I mean? So, and, and, you know, so what was really appealing to me was that Sony's platform, there is a, a lot of PlayStation VR games that you get to have physical copies and actually own and keep in your library. And whenever you want, you can just pop it in the system and just play it, you know, off the disc. And I, I love that. Very appealing to me. So and not every game it's like available on, you know, physical, for example, uh, uh, super hot. Um, and also uh, Arizona sunshine here in the U S that those games are only available digitally but in european countries and also i think in japan as well um they have a physical copy of those games me i own arizona sunshine physical i had it imported i brought it on ebay and oh man i love it so i actually own a physical copy of the game and it's cool because i think i don't even need to like a patch for it i think it just works you know so it, it's it's very appealing and really that's my first experience with vr was the playstation vr I never got to try the HTC Vive. I've seen people play the you know the Oculus Rift, um, you know very appealing, very cool stuff. You know, um, even though it never seemed we were there yet, Oculus Rift and stuff, it always seems like we were in an ex experimental stage with VR. And same thing with PlayStation VR, especially there was a lot of cables for it. Um, but now, yeah, you got the Oculus Quest Two. I mean, obviously you have to be connected to Facebook for that. To me, that to me that's what ruins the whole thing. Because to me, the Oculus Rift, the, the price point for it, and the again, it's like basically no wires. It, it's crazy, and and the tracking is like built in. To me, it was very appealing. But once I found out that you had to be connected to Facebook, I'm like, all right, nope. That to me, I, I like to pretend that it doesn't even exist. You know, and it sucks because I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Medal of Honor, um, uh, above and beyond is on there now. But I know Resident Evil Four also, uh, VR is on there as well um but yeah and i know that headset has issues on his own but anyway so yeah so fast forwarding you know playstation vr 2 i'm happy that sony is deciding to continue the playstation vr but especially with uh especially uh with these new and improved features for playstation vr 2 very excited for it and um especially also the you know, because even though, like, I love PlayStation VR, I, I loved it, very comfortable. To me, it was a very cool headset. I know there's a lot of features that came out with other companies' headsets um, that sort of make the PlayStation VR really outdated in terms of technology. 
uh, for example, uh, I think I forgot what headset, but you know, VR headsets now you get to adjust the lens um, of the VR headset itself. You could, um, again, like I mentioned, with Oculus uh, Quest 2, I think it's fully wireless, you know, and stuff like that. So, in other words, uh, I have Sony's blog right here in front of me, and I just wanted to go down the list of features, and they actually reveal the picture of it, and to me, it's cool, like, I, the majority of the design, and but I'm talking about how it wraps around your hand and stuff, is sort of the same, um, doesn't bother me, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, I get it, and to me, the PlayStation VR headset was very, very, very comfortable, I never had a complaint, or nowhere I never complained, excuse me, in terms of uh, comfort and, you know, wearing the headset on my head, it never felt heavy, really, for me. And it felt perfect. And it's funny because on this one, though, the the front of the headset, you know, it has built-in tracking. And that's one thing. And I'm going to read in the blog. But it was very exciting because for the original PlayStation VR, you needed the PlayStation camera order for it to work. And for it to work on the PlayStation 5, you need to request an adapter, which you need to you know, go on Sony's website. And, and there's like a form uh, to request a free PlayStation VR adapter. And then you got to wait for two weeks and they will ship it out to you. For me, I'm still waiting and it's been four weeks. It's been a month. So I'm not sure if I should contact support this time or am I, you know what? At March time, I'll, you know, I'll contact them and see what happens if it's not already shipped out. But anyway, moving forward. Um, but yeah, and, and what was it? I just had a thought. Yeah, and, and PlayStation VR, again, um, you know, I love the games on it. It's really, really cool. I also, the PlayStation VR's lens as well, they were like rounded, which was really weird because to me, every time I buy something, right, I like I buy a handheld console or I buy, um, how should I say, you know, anything pretty much with a screen on it. I love to buy a screen protector for it and the same thing on my cell phone. So, you know, I, I remember the screen protector to, I brought a screen or I should say lens protector for the PlayStation VR. PlayStation VR, like, the lens are, like, rounded, so it was very complicated to get those on perfectly, and even then, there's, like, a little, there's, like, a a wrinkle, so to speak, in the screen, the lens protectors, whatever, and it's weird, because when I put on the headset, and, you know, that could, you know, it's really distracting when you're playing a VR game, and even sort of makes it a little blurry, but anyway, but that's just a complaint, so I'm really curious, <clears throat> and let's go down the list here. Of the, the PlayStation. So, Sony says in their blog post. Oh, and one more thing before I read. Yeah, with the PlayStation VR 2 headset with the front of the visor, because that's the built-in tracking, it reminds me of, like, Lost Planet 2. It reminds you of the pirates or whatever. Like, it reminds me of something, like, from Lost Planet. And I, 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 lo I love it. it. It looks cool to me. It looks very cool and funny. So, anyway. So, and I quote. Building upon our innovation from PlayStation 5, PlayStation VR 2 adds a true next-gen experience with high-fidelity visuals, new sensory features, and enhanced tracking, along with a simple, uh, simplified single-cord setup. I'm going to pause right there. Because I've I seen the pictures, and I do see that single-cord setup. Yeah, very nice. Very cool. It's really cool. Um, and I truly believe that Sony, they didn't... They, I know we have the technology now. To make this wireless. And I, I'm pretty sure. Especially Sony. They had the opportunity to make the headset wireless. But. I do believe they chose to go. You know go with a single cord route. Because of cost. Because I know if they were to make this headset wireless. I mean. 
based on what I've read and what we're going to go through today, it's very, I know this is going to be a very, very, very expensive headset. <laughs> so if they were to add it, um, wireless capabilities to this in terms of the headset itself, man, it will have bumped up the headset by like $200 or something, you know, uh, you know, obviously I'm not in the business or whatever. That's just my opinion and my, uh, my thoughts anyway. So moving on visual fidelity for a high fidelity visual experience. Pleasure VR two offers 4k HDR. Very nice. 10, uh, 110 degrees field of view, which is very nice. And four-fented rendering. Um, with the OLED display, players can expect the display resolution of 2000 by 2040 per eye. Very interesting. And smooth frame rates of 90 to 120 frames per sec second. Oh boy, excuse me. Which is very, very cool. Um, especially, it's funny, the 2000 and, um, by uh, 2040. I mean, it's close. You know, it's definitely close or... Um, it's not exactly 4K, um, I do believe, but I understand with, with um, you know, fitting that resolution, so those pixels into small eye lenses, you know, it's 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 definitely going to look, you're definitely going to get a sharp, crisp picture like 4K, amen, because, you know, 4K is, is 32, um, let me get this, what was it, 3280 by 2160, I think, and, oh man. I can't record it. That's, that's embarrassing. But anyway, but for 2000 by 2040, you know, that's, you're going to get a crisp image like 4K hands down. Because again, it's, it's, you know, yeah. I'm not sure that's exactly 4K. It sounds like a little bit below it. But again, it's going to be crisp and very, very good. Uh, good. So I'm excited for that. I'm really excited for this just by that alone as well. And also some smooth frame rates. I remember, um, I think the original PlayStation VR, if I'm not mistaken, has capabilities of going to 90 Hertz per second as well. Um, like 90 uh, frames per second as well. But we really, we didn't, because of the PlayStation 4 Pro, you know, we didn't see games run at that capacity um, to my knowledge. So it's really cool that it sounds like, you know, um, here, you know, with 90 to 120 Hertz per second, it sounds like 90 frames per second is going to be a standard, um, for VR games. And I hope so. That would be amazing. And I know that's a little weird to say too, but I know that VR games or at least files and stuff are less demanding than making uh, a full on, um, game, I guess. So yeah, that's, that's really exciting to me. Very awesome. And it's cool because it looks like this, you know, on the PS5, it's more than capable to keep 90 frames, you know, per second <clears throat> on a VR game, I'm saying. Because, you know, with the PlayStation 4 Pro, again, like, I remember I played, um, what game I played? I played, um, Until Dawn, there you go, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, when, you know, that was like a launch title for the VR. And I also played, um, this other game, um, which to me was my favorite VR game, like, of all time. I, you know, I played a few, and literally Farpoint, to me, has been super amazing. Oh, my goodness. Like, if you haven't played it, if you haven't played VR, you have not played Farpoint, please go play it, and make sure you get an in controller with it, because, to me, that is an amazing experience on PlayStation VR. To me, that's what sold. Definitely, that game, for me, is an amazing selling point for the PlayStation VR. So if you haven't tried it, highly recommend that. And 
um, in other words, I remember I played on the Slim PlayStation 4, and I remember frames were dropping, and you know, I got motion sickness real quick. And I, that, was, that rarely happens to me. That really happens to me. And I was playing Russia uh, Blood, uh, Until Dawn, Russia Blood, and man, playing on the Slim PlayStation 4, you know, it was really, it made me motion sickness. I remember also uh, my, my buddy um, Sonic uh, came over, and we were playing on the Slim, and, you know, it, it made us both sick. <laughs> but then when we were playing on the Pro, um, the parts that, you know, I got sick on and, and the slim were completely absent for me um, because, you know, PlayStation 4 Pro, it was able to keep those frames a solid lock or a close lock to those frames. Um, especially, it's very important when you play VR, make sure that um, it's very important that those frame rates do not fluctuate because it can get the person sick. So, but yeah, but I like how, boom. In other words, for PlayStation VR 2, it looks like 90 is going to be the standard. And, uh, and especially at 4K and 110 degrees of view, uh, field of view, which is awesome. So it's not going to feel like, how should I say? And, and again, I love PlayStation VR, the, the first one, because but it looks like you're looking through binoculars in a sense, the field of view. Now with 110 field of view degrees, it it's going to feel like we're actually, you know, you're actually witnessing with your eyes, sort of, if that makes sense. Anyway. Keep it moving. So headset-based controller tracking. Uh, that's awesome. So with inside-out tracking. That's very interesting, that term. Inside-out tracking, PlayStation VR 2 tracks you and your controller through integrated cameras embedded in the VR headset, which is awesome. Because to me, what also held back, to be honest, the PlayStation VR 1 was... You know, the, the everything was done with the tracking with the the camera. I mean, I mean, at that time, obviously, like you know, HTC Vive, you know, they use their own. Um, they have this. Uh, I do believe they have this like these tracking cubes, whatever, and and they're on like these poles, so you have to like set them up in your living room. So it, it set up a play area in your living room, right? And a PlayStation VR, it, it was good at that time. You used a camera, but it is. You sort of had to be. Yeah, a certain distance away. You had to make sure, you know, um, certain games that was very fast moving. You had to make sure that you don't go out of the view of the camera that's set up on top of your TV or below. And you also had to do this calibration over and over again. If you move the camera or whatever um, slightly. And, and also you had to play in a well-lit room, I do believe. So in other words, to hear this, in other words, the tracking is integrated into the headset. I'm very, very, very pleased. And very excited as well. Um, cameras embedded in the VR headset. Your movements and direction you look at are reflected in-game without the need for an external camera. Yes, and that's what I'm talking about. So you don't have to worry about going out of view with the camera, out of balance, I should say. Um, even though I'm pretty sure you had to set up a, you know, a virtually a, a play area. But again, like I remember my issue when I was playing, um, how should I say, it was before um, Blood and Truth came out. It was the London heist and my setup at the time, I set it up or whatever. And, you know, I was sitting down and playing and I don't know if I turn my head too much to the left or, you know, or tilt. I mean, um, you know, it would go out the camera's view or even on stand up, you know, I, I, what was it? It was, it was really weird. It was just really weird. And I had to, you know, try to fix it over and over again to try to, Make sure I'm fully tracked and the camera can see me, whatever. So, in other words, without the need of external camera, I'm very happy. You know, so it looks like they came out with the HD camera, though, for the PlayStation 5, uh, which is 60 bucks. 
it looks like they they the purpose of that now was just or rather now I, th I think it's confirmed it's just if you want to stream on the PlayStation 5 and you want a camera to you know for people to see you um, it also has some nice features too for streaming I think it even has like a green screen uh, functionality and stuff um, uh, even has some customization ways where you could just uh, <clears throat> show your face and, and like blur the background very very cool so in other words it gets your uh, feet wet in terms of the streaming space if you if you don't have a, a setup where obs and stuff you want to start <clears throat> streaming strictly on the ps5 or just strictly stream on the ps5 you know the hd camera is there and again only 60 bucks and it's very very good quality as well but so but i thought that they came out with that accessory primarily for the playstation vr2 so it looks like it's confirmed that no the, the sole purpose of that is if you just want the stream on your ps5 and stuff so that's cool that's cool <clears throat> that is not a necessity for a playstation vr2 now moving on new accessory features playstation vr2 sense technology combines <clears throat> combines eye tracking um headset feedback wow very cool 3d audio and an innovative playstation vr2 sense controller to create an incredible deep feeling of immersion wow um pause right there um, well, the eye tracking, I'm happy that they added that because I think eye tracking as well could negate the, the feeling of feeling, um, negate the feeling of motion sickness. I think that would definitely help where if you're playing a game and even if frames, uh, I mean, frames are not going to drop on this. This is like a powerhouse. Um, but eye tracking would definitely help with that. I think it would help smooth things out. So you feel less sick. And I'm glad that they added that, um, the eye tracking. And uh, it has the feedback. I'm really curious. So let's say if I'm playing a boxing game, somebody punches me in the face. The, would the headset <laughs> feedback react to that? Because that's pretty cool. Um, hopefully it doesn't hurt me too much. But I really am excited for that too. I'm very, very excited for that. Oh, or I get shot, you know, with the headset, you know, vibrate. Very curious. Can't wait for this to come out. But moving on. <clears throat> headset feedback is a new okay answer my question headset feedback is a new sensory feature that amplifies the sensations of in-game actions from the player it created by a single built-in motor with vibrations well that answers my question if i get punched in the face it's gonna vibrate that's awesome where you shot <clears throat> that added intelligent sorry for coughing on my guys i didn't mean to do that um that added intelligent uh tactile element bringing players closer to the gameplay experience for example gamers can feel a character's elevated pulse um during tense moments the rush of objects passing close to the character's head or a thrust of a vehicle as the character speeds forward wow 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 that is awesome additionally ps5 tempest 3d audio tech makes sounds in the player's surroundings come alive adding to this new level of immersion holy smokes that is crazy that is awesome uh i'm excited for this i really am excited for this um again wow you're driving a vehicle you feel the like you're, like you're actually in the vehicle and moving forward you feel um looking back on this right now the rush of objects passing through again I'm, I'm, it's funny that they didn't mention getting punched in the face Oh, I'd love to see them say that. Uh, yeah, but that's awesome. That's awesome. 
Wow. Okay. Sorry. I'm gonna move on. I was just like, man, I was looking at the details. I'm like, oh man. Anyway, and now eye tracking. With eye tracking PS VR2, the text of motion of your eyes. So a simple look in a specific direction can create an additional input for the character um, game character. Um, this allows players to interact more intuitively in new and lifelike ways, allowing for a heightened emotional response and enhanced expression that provides a new level of realism in gaming. Wow, sounds like people are not going to want to leave their homes. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Uh, I'm going to move forward. Um, all of these advancements in PlayStation VR 2 combined with the haptic feedback and adaptive triggers, I love it. Oh, man, I love it. It's going to be awesome. From the PlayStation VR 2 Sense Controller, <clears throat> um, enable players to feel and interact with games in a much more visual way. Uh, PlayStation VR 2 will also have a simple setup process with a single cable connected directly to PlayStation 5, you can immediately jump into the VR experience. So a couple of things about that. One, uh, I'm not sure if I've said it earlier in this episode, but, you know, I'm, you know, I, I wish that, you know, I, I see the simple cord um, in the pictures they have online. And it looks like that simple cord is not detachable. And to me, that bothers me. I mean, obviously, me, I, I know how to take care of my stuff. I'm not going to pull on the cord. I'm not going to step on it and pull it or anything like that. But... <clears throat> What I would have loved to see, even though, again, this is not wireless, this is not wireless, um, but I wish that, that that cord, it looks like, again, according to the pictures, that cord is looks like it's built into the headset, and to me, that you know, that's a little bit of an issue, because let's say, you know, God forbid, uh, the wire frails, the wire gets bent, you know, banged up, a, uh, uh, banged up, right, a certain way, or let's just say, you know, um, for whatever reason, the, the wire gets fried, right? <laughs> um, you can't replace it. You have to replace the whole headset itself. And to me, especially, I know this headset, just by the sounds of the features I just read, it's going to be an expensive, expensive headset, you know? So, praise God. I, I, I was really hoping that they would add, uh, you know, oh, a detachable uh, wire. So, it's a, you know, USB Type-C wire, um, where if it breaks, you quarter one from playstation you know dot com whatever and, and just buy one right um so i'm a little disappointed by that to be honest and i'm not you know people say car you're nitpicking but i don't know i think it's justifiable you know uh but yeah and then the haptic feedback and adaptive triggers i love haptic feedback and i love the adaptive triggers i really do i really really love it uh now the only thing is though with the adaptive triggers um not mine but there's been reports of a lot of people of, of the haptic uh adaptive triggers um, the stuff has been breaking, uh, just by normal use. It's, it has been breaking. I don't know how hard they're pulling the triggers and stuff, but there's been a lot of reports of that. And that's something that Sony does need to fix, uh, moving forward. And to my knowledge, I don't think they came up with a fix by that, but I think they're even being just even like lawsuits about that. Um, but so my hope is that with this PlayStation VR two sets controllers, I hope that they found a way to fix the adaptive triggers. I hope the way that, you know, because again, if it's the same design in terms of what's in the dual sense, at least the, the ones that were breaking, then I see the same thing happening here. Um, if not worse, you know, and I really hope that they have came a way to really, yeah, make, make sure that it works. Um, yeah. But other than that, with the, those two minuses, what I'm reading, I, I'm love what I'm reading. 
It's it's awesome. It sounds like it's gonna be a man. I have a blessed time on this. It sounds like it's really really gonna be fun. And yeah, and today we also are pleased to reveal one of the biggest exclusive franchises of PlayStation becoming PlayStation VR two, Horizon Call of the Mountain from Guerrilla and Fire Spire Games. Uh, Spire. Um, oh my goodness, can't talk. Fire Sprite. Uh, this original game is built specifically to PlayStation VR 2. It will open the doors for players to go deeper into World Horizon. Um, that's awesome. Especially with the display of the headset. It's going to be OLED. So you're going to get those nice deep blacks and vibrant colors. It's awesome. I want to know if they have a measure uh, uh, to negate uh, screen burn. You know? Uh, but either way, it's looks awesome. Um I'm reading a little chart that they have now. Four cameras for the head. So the cameras, four cameras for headset and controller tracking. IR camera for eye tracking per eye. Interesting. And, uh, oh, communication with P uh, PS5, USB Type-C, which is awesome. But I wish, again, like, it was detachable. Because, obviously, the, the norm today is USB Type-C. So if they were to make that cable detachable, you know, you could easily replace replace the cable. I would like to think so. Oh, I love that. Um Audio built-in microphone. I'll put stereo headphone jack. But it also has 3D audio, which is really immersing. That's awesome. Wow. I love what I'm reading so far. I love what I what I read. Excuse me. We are done with, with the blog post. It is a little strange, too, that, uh, in my opinion, that Sony chose to reveal it on a blog post. Because, I mean, well, I mean, Microsoft, they revealed it on the, the Game Awards show. Um, and, and then they made a blog post. Oh yeah. The Xbox series X. And then, you know, they made a blog post about it. So I, I guess it, it's normal now, but, and you know, that's really big, but I guess with Sony, it was a little weird because like for the past two years or so, or since launch, they revealed a bit of information at a time. So I remember like, I think it was like 2021 or so, uh, or maybe 2020. No, it was 2021. I think like, Oh, this is the PlayStation VR uh um to mo uh, motion controller they show that first you know and then now this year they revealed the headset itself with the controllers you know and oh even though when the launch of places uh vr like, oh yeah we are planning a next gen generation vr so yeah i just find it funny that something that they were building up to and the final reveal they put in a blog post so to me it's a little little funny but Whatever it is, what it is, because to me, I would have liked to see, for example, like them to make like a PlayStation. Um, oh my goodness, a uh, uh, PlayStation Showcase, for example, and you know they do some announcements or whatever coming up this year, and then oh yeah, and we now are going to dedicate the next ten minutes, um, for the PlayStation VR two, and, and you know show the controller, right? Have a cool little feature with that white background, whatever of the 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 headset, I mean, and the controllers, um, and. You know, like they did with the PS5. You know how they revealed how the system actually looks, where they show that blue stuff, those blue little motion balls or something. I don't know, whatever that was. Um, and then, you know, it showed the, the system and then it showed the accessories. You know, they could have done something like that or whatever to show. But I don't know. I'm not trying to complain. I'm not complaining here. I'm just, I just found it a little weird that one day or earlier this week, it was just a blog post. Hey, all right, well. Now, we're happy to present the PlayStation VR 2.
and then it just made a blog post about it, you know. So I thought, you know, because also too, the, <clears throat> they only confirmed one game for it, which is Horizon, um, which is awesome. Um, I, I think it's gonna be amazing. But what else can we expect on it? Because I know like PlayStation VR when that first came out, there was a few first parties um, games on it, like for example, Farpoint, uh, Bravo Team. Uh, there was uh, a few others. Uh, but th- those are two I just named for the sake of an example. And then really, a third party took over supporting the life of the PlayStation VR, right? Um, but it's a little weird uh, that, yeah, you know, the PlayStation VR 2 is coming. I think it's set for later this year. Uh, to me, they should just make it next year, like early next year. They should make it like February or something because, um, yeah, it, it's especially because we're still in a shortage right now in terms of like chips and um silicones computer parts basically um they should really um yeah they should really uh oh guess what i'm trying to say <laughs> they should really um wait on that you know not make the same mistake what they did with the playstation 5, uh, PlayStation 5. even though they did release uh, the same amount of systems at launch ps4 but we had a bad situation or we currently have a bad situation with scalpers. Um, but, yeah, I, I think they should wait until... Because it, it's been reported that hopefully by the end of this year, 2022, and or um, even early uh, 2023, we're going to start to see demand with the silicone chips and all that stuff. Um, you know, uh, the the parts that are needed for these GPUs, motherboards, etc. So I think Sony should target in early next year, like I'm talking about late January or maybe February, maybe even March if they need, but they shouldn't just rush this into market just yet. You know, that's just my opinion. And um, also I noticed reading through this blog post, what they haven't gave a price point. Now I know with all those features, it's going to be expensive. But looks like with Sony, they always struggle with price points and I get it. I get it. It's definitely like, okay, you know, how much loss can we take on this? You know, how much... You know, we don't want to make this too expensive because it will turn away heads real quick. Or should we make this affordable? You know, obviously with the PlayStation 5, it was a long while. Because um, I think Microsoft announced, if I'm not mistaken, I think Microsoft announced the price for the Series X and S first. And then I think not too long after, Sony revealed theirs. So I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the same scenario with the PlayStation VR 2. Um, they didn't give a price point, but man, with all those features, the OLED screen, that alone is expensive. Um you know, for targeting 4K. That uh, also uh, one thing that I didn't uh, it didn't show in the the blog post. I believe it also has a air vent, um, so it prevents. You know, PlayStation VR. I think a big problem was when you put it on, and then um, you know you're breathing in a headset. Um, it causes the, f- the headset to fog up. You know, the lens uh, to negate that. The PlayStation VR two um, has an air vent in it. So it will, you know, exhaust air and whatever out and stuff, which is pretty cool. But just with that alone, like I just mentioned, the dual sense uh, VR two controllers, the the motors, and the the the, the vibrating feedback on the headset itself, and the tracking. Oh man, I, I think, in my opinion, I'm gonna take a guess here. I think, and it's not wireless, so I know hands down minimum. I, I doubt it's going to be this much. I, I highly, highly doubt. I doubt it's going to be 400. Um, of course, I could be wrong. The minimum we will see is 450. 
the minimum. But even then, I think that's a little bit of a stretch. Um, I, I think hands down, this this is going to be five hundred dollars. I think this headset is going to be five hundred, um, because this sounds like a pre. This looks like and sounds like a premium headset. And um, also, what we didn't read in the blog post, uh, I forgot somewhere else, but they made another post uh, that you could also, like I mentioned earlier in this uh, podcast, you could uh, you adjust the lens itself. So, yeah, it's it's really, I think it's going to be $500. So, I think they're still working on those details. Should we sell it or whatever? But I think we're going to see it for $500. It's crazy if they sell it for less. Um, you know, and so I, I think it's going to be the same price as the console. Um, I mean, we had the first VR headset when that came out, um, they sold it for, um, I think 350, but I, that came with the, the VR headset and you had to buy the camera separate. Oh, no, the 350 that was bundled with the camera that was bundled with the camera stuff. And I think also with the, the, what's it called? The, the, the PlayStation move controllers as well, which is cool. And yeah, and again, I'm really excited about that. Also, too, what I like about the controllers is that the it's gonna have thumbsticks as well. So it negates that problem where you know you have to teleport everywhere in games. That's one another thing that to me held the the PlayStation VR um, a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me, it made me want to play every VR game with the aim controller if I was playing a shooter, because obviously those two analog sticks really really help. Uh, so it's cool that on the PlayStation VR 2, you also have the, the thumbsticks as well. But yeah, I think it's going to be $500. Um, I love what I see. It looks really nice. Um, there were some, you know, um, well, one thing I'm curious about, again, that, that that why I really wished it was attachable. And yeah, and it's a simple cord setup. So it's cool. They they didn't add like, you know, you're a cyborg hooked up to a generator, so to speak. You know, you only have one cable coming out the headset. And which I can understand why they desired they, they went with that route. Um to not make it wireless. I completely understand that. So yeah. Can't wait to see more. I can't wait to uh later this year they they have to show stuff off. It's to me it's a little weird that they're gonna launch the thing and it's only gonna be Horizon. Right? <laughs> it's gonna be only Horizon. I'll call the 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 wild or something i I doubt that i i I, you know i I, i'm sure there's going to be more games at launch uh but they haven't revealed yet maybe teams need more time to make a demo or maybe later this year around uh september or uh not september uh, june or july maybe sony they're going to do a playstation uh, state of play and you know uh dedicate a state of play of just vr2 games and that'll be cool as well that'll be cool as well so for now they say hey you know we have this game coming and stay tuned for more so i could definitely see that happening as well um but either way what is your thoughts do you like what you what we went through today what we read um does this place vr2 sound appealing to you are you like yeah um i know there's this big push for like metaverse and yeah to me i don't know i'm not i'm not into it to me it sounds stupid but um or it sounds like a chore, rather. Me, I'd rather stick to, if you could call it that now. Or I feel like it's sad because I feel like we're at that state where, I guess his name is appropriate, but old-fashioned VR games at this point. <laughs> you know, like I, I, you know, like Farpoint and uh, Super Hot. I prefer those kind of experiences than the Metaverse. You know, so. Um, but anyway, what do you guys think about that? What do you guys think? Is are you, are you excited for PlayStation VR two? Are you like ah, it's another gimmick, or you know, I would love to hear some of your thoughts in the comments, uh, whether you're watching this on YouTube or whatever what platform you're watching. And uh, with that, 
Um, again, truly gaming guys, we, you know, we answer your gaming related questions and talk about your gaming related topics. Um, if you have a question or topic you want me to discuss here on the show, you can send your email at twgpquestions at gmail.com. Make sure you write your name. Um, you know, you write, uh, question and our topic, uh, in the subject line, and also make sure you leave your name so I can properly address you here on the show. Um, wherever platform you're watching, whether you're on Spotify, we're on Google podcasts, we're on, uh, um, Amazon podcast, we're on, um, yeah, Google, Apple, you know, whatever, we're on all major platforms. So, uh, wherever you're tuning in, please make sure you, you know, you subscribe and like, you know, tell your friends and family, you know, if they want to tune into a, uh, uh, interactive experience, uh, podcast, I mean, and they have some questions or, you know, they want to chat with me, you know, they tell them about your way gaming and that they could follow and submit their questions. Also, if you don't want to send a question or uh, or topic uh, through email, you could also just uh, contact me through Twitter on Twitter at uh, true gaming. Um, you could, you know, send me a message and or just tweet at me of a topic or a question you have and we could discuss here on the show. Um, yeah. And also, if you're watching YouTube, YouTube, uh, true way gaming podcast as well make sure you subscribe and follow tell your friends and family about it and i'm not trying to oh and also i'm on instagram as well so <laughs> i didn't post anything yet on that please forgive me and uh we're definitely i think it's at true way gaming uh podcast as well uh the, the instagram true way gaming podcast uh, you could uh, follow me there as well all right guys and uh also um you know, as the recording of this video, uh, this podcast, I mean, excuse me, um, you know, it's, I know our country, we're at a tricky time and I know it's, uh, there's a lot of fear happening. There's a lot of stress and people feel overwhelmed and yeah, um, just, uh, I guess what I wanted to say, you know, the encouragement that if you're feeling stressed, or overwhelmed, what's happening in the world um, just want to let you know that, um, that, uh, there is a God and just want to let you know that Jesus Christ loves you so much. And just want to encourage you guys to make sure you have a strong relationship with Jesus Christ because it's not about religion, it's relationship. And just Make sure you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And and if you don't know him, if you want to, you know, don't overcomplicate it. You know, just tell, ask the Lord Jesus, you know, Lord, I want to know you. And I want to know if, if you're real. You know, if, if that's your heart, like, you're like, man, I don't know if God is real. I don't know if he exists. Ask him to, to show you that he's real. And I promise you, he will answer and he will show you his way. Amen. So, um, and just hold on to him. And once you, you trust me, when you're in the Lord, God got you covered. No matter what happens in the world, God will cover you, you know, when you're in him. All right. So with that, I leave you farewell. I love you guys. God bless you. Um, I love you. Jesus loves you. My name is one way soldier. And this is the end of my transmission. You.